Hi guys, welcome to episode 10 of the Sell Your Service podcast. I'm Mike Killen, and this week I am joined by Phil Yarnell from Smay Design. The graphic design credits to uh, Phil's name, he's a graphic designer, are absolutely bonkers. He's worked for the Jimi Hendrix family, for the Janis Joplin estate, ACDC, tons of other rock bands. He is a graphic designer and has been working predominantly in the music industry for a long time. What I really like about Phil, my biggest takeaway, is that he doesn't consider himself a business-headed type guy, but he still runs a very successful graphic design agency. We're also giving away, Phil is also giving away, a copy of the DVD box set of The Midnight Special, which is a TV show from the 70s. If you don't know it, then your parents certainly should. He did the packaging and the graphic design work for the box set. I'm just going to ask you to get involved in the comments below. In the meantime, let's just jump straight into it. This is a great podcast. Uh, Phil Yarnell, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sell Your Service podcast. I'm Mike Killen. As always, today, I am here with Phil Yarnell. Phil, how are you doing? Doing awesome. Awesome. That is... So, for those who don't know, obviously, there's going to be a ton of links in the blog below about Phil's work and stuff. Would you mind giving us a brief overview of what it is that you do? Well, um, I'm a graphic designer. I've been working in the music industry for, jeez, uh, scary, like 20, more than 20 years now. There's and, a bit of memorabilia behind you as well. Yeah, there's a little bit <laughs> of stuff back there. I just got a little Hendrix, uh, I think it's a platinum That's album awesome. back there. But I do, a lot, I do all the work, design and branding for the uh, Hendrix family now. Um, well, basically, I, I run my own studio. I work from home, which is kind of a nice yep. leisurely thing. Um, well, not leisurely, necessarily. It's a little nuts. No. And, uh, it's, uh, it's awesome. I get to work with everyone from Hank Williams and ACDC to uh, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. That's awesome. Queen, and I mean, really, I've worked with pretty much every genre of music, packaging, and, uh, and then I've also branched out beyond music into books and posters and logos and... and uh, you know, you name it. Before we kind of get into the heavy stuff, Phil has very kindly sponsored a prize, which is the anniversary set of the, ah, there we go, the Midlife Special, awesome, which you There's designed, a, right? It's metallic holographic foil. That's epic. Which is really, really, it's looking really trippy on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I that's mean, a seven DVD set of, uh, of amazing perf live performances of pretty much everyone who was anyone in the 70s played yeah. on, on that. Everyone from, like, you know, funk bands to ACDC and Ted Nugent to yeah. John Denver and, you know, you name it. Well, I was going to say, if anyone watching this doesn't know who those people are, either your folks will or get on YouTube and get educated. Um we were kind of having a conversation. I think the two biggest things that came up is we actually got connected over LinkedIn. And first of all, one of the things that became apparent is you said, yeah, the music industry, not only graphic design within the music industry, but what you've seen has changed greatly. And also, you don't consider yourself a business-headed kind of guy. Um, why did you turn to graphic design then? Well, um, I mean, I... When I started out, I mean, in high school, I wanted to, you know, when I got into music, I was a bit of a late bloomer when it came to, to getting into music. And yeah. once I did, it was just like all I wanted to do. Yeah. And I'd always been very artistic and drawing and keeping sketchbooks all the time. Yeah. And it just seemed like the, the logical step. And then, uh, 
you know, I got into college and I was, you know, sort of in the top of my class in, in design and uh, it just kind of made sense, left, you know, got out of school and went to, uh, went to New York and the, the guy that had actually gone, used to teach at my college, which is the Tyler School of Art in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he had designed physical graffiti for Led Zeppelin and some girls for the Stones. Okay. And, and he gave me my first job. And I just remember when I collected my first check from, from this freelance job, it was like $1,400. And I remember I cashed the check and I had this huge wad of cash <laughs> stuffed, it, stuffed it in my cowboy boot. I was walking down Broadway and on this beautiful sunny day, I was just like, this is just too awesome and I can do this. And yeah. uh, I just kind of took it from there and I got a job at a record company. And uh, um, and then about three and a half years after that, I started uh, I started my company with a, with a business partner who I had for a while. Okay. So with, because you, when you leave a big company, I've, I'm seeing this a lot myself, and I'm sure a lot of the guys watching this are in the same position. How did you, well, how do you kind of go about finding customers as soon as well, you leave a big company? The, you know? the nice thing about the record company and the whole record industry is it's very, uh, I guess you could say incestuous almost. Everybody is just moves around and, yeah. you know, they're, Everyone gets connected, and I made a lot, lot of uh, really good connections. Okay, yeah. And actually, one of the guys, one of the things about me, I was, I've always been really easy to work with. And this one guy, who's a big VP, basically the guy that invented the box set, and he, uh, he did not like working with, with like a whole chain of command where you talk to the head of this department who talks to this art director who talks yeah. to this. Person. He liked to just sit down with me, and get what he wants and and that's what I gave him and then you know I left the company and he just started sending work my way and uh, it was great you know and then I went into doing a you know Velvet Underground box set for him that's cool so yeah. I mean what's I mean it sounds like you kind of brought one up there what would you say the biggest challenges with graphic design you take it as a whole thing particularly running a graphic design business well it's you know Definitely hustling to get enough work is always tough, especially these days. Yeah. So honestly, I think there are a lot of out-of-work designers. Yeah. Um, a lot of companies have uh, downsized and closed their creative departments, which in a way in the past has kind of worked well for me because, you know, I have I know a lot of people at all the labels and they, they know that I can kind of crank something out fast and, and good with minimal problems. I mean, early on, one of the things that I was doing was fixing problems, yeah. jobs that other people screwed up, and and I found that making myself invaluable to to someone um, really kind of cranks up my value. So that's awesome. You said, "Oh, I'm not a business person," but that's an amazing uh, <laughs> well, you process for you to say. I need this person to understand that I can solve their problems. No, it's all about problem solving. And then they just keep coming back to you, right? Yeah, you make yourself, you know, they're easy to work with, go-to guy. And I yeah. mean, I, I know people that that basically were such a pain in the butt that they, they were just not worth um, yeah. the headache. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, that was, I mean, that, that ended up turning into, I mean, those early people I worked with have all sort of spiderwebbed out into a, a nice network. I mean, that, that first guy at Polygram Records, yeah. he... Uh, um, he hooked me up with this guy that 
was just starting out with the Hendricks family because the Hendricks family won their court case uh, yeah. and and gained the rights to the um, to the whole catalog. And he liked what I did. Boom! And I've been working with them since '95, I think. And that just I think that just shows the strength that people would rather work with people that they like over. Yeah. I think that comes first, and then the product. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it definitely helps to, to be easy to deal with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there, and I see, you know, you see the way people are in some of the comment threads on uh, LinkedIn and whatnot. And some of these yeah. people, for me, it's just like, oh my God, you're just way too much of a designer. I know, I can't see you. I know you're wearing a black turtleneck. <laughs> you're, M and Company tape dispenser and your yeah. jet black on black ruler and yeah. you know it's just like you can't see it but the rest of this room is just an unholy mess. Right? <laughs> yeah, but I know where it is and I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I mean, so I work from from home as well. I've just got an office and I've got a designer and developer who um, work with me, you know. And it's weird. I always thought uh, people are never going to take me seriously. But actually, ultimately, people don't care as long as they get what they need, and you're, like you say, an easy, easy person to get on with. Problem yeah. solved, right? Yeah. What, what, what would you say the biggest myth is around graphic design? Because I've seen this skyrocket in people calling themselves graphic designers, and it seems to be if you own a pirated copy of Photoshop, there you go, you're a graphic designer. That's that's the problem, and that's that's you know. It's, and that ends up making more possibilities for me because a lot of people still don't understand a lot of the basics. Yeah. Um, and I, I think one of the myths is that, I mean, I think people don't realize how challenging it is to solve visual problems and yeah. that sort of thing because a lot of times, you know, I mean, my wheels are always turning and, you know, I'll get a project and I'll come up with a couple ideas right off the bat and, I mean, more than half the time, you toss all those first ideas, and you want to dig deeper and find the things that really kind of start making these connections on deeper levels. Yeah, um, and uh, it's it's just not as easy as I think people assume. Yeah, you know, some people are like, "Oh, just run it through the computer and shoot." <laughs> and so like, put a filter on it, right? Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, I am I I do tend to work pretty fast. I've I've gotten to that point, but I have to be because um, right now it's just me. Um, like I said, I had a partner for about 16 years, but things uh, things went a little south on that. Sure. We'll touch on that later if you want. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, it's uh, I forget where I was going there, but you're it's, saying it's, hey, you, you have to work pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's because a lot of times you know I'll get swamped and I'll have like five CD packages to work on in a week. Yeah. You know? So you know I'm up late. I'm working. I'm I'm doing what I have to do to get it done and and. I, I tend to work better with a little extra pressure too. Well, so I don't think when if you say you work fast, I mean it usually I've got a very stringent process, literally a, a series of steps. And I think that was the first thing that I found really shocking is the number of people who are designers and they go, "I don't really have a process." I'm like, "I don't know how you can't have that. I don't know how you can't have a series of steps that you need to go through to get the result." Like that terrifies me. And some people don't, and they still produce incredible results. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, if you make it look easy, that's when people go, oh, it's easy then, and right. I can, I can yeah. call myself a designer. It's kind of like on Star Trek when Scotty's always like saying, you yeah. know, can't get your 
full power for two days and it's like you got 45 minutes yeah yeah sometimes you make it seem a little harder than it is you yeah know, yeah absolutely <laughs> that's well that's a really good point but a friend of mine um he said he was having a customer really hammer him about saying oh what does this website do what does this website do so i said look go ahead and write out a list of every single thing that you do and that you have done over the past five years to get to this point and sure enough it was like four a four pages and he was like this is what i do and this is what you are paying for you don't pay for the tiny little 250 by 250 JPEG. There's a ton of stuff that comes before that, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, uh, there's, I mean, I have a, a certain process, and, you know, I'm always kind of collecting different things to work with yeah. and, uh, and that sort of thing. But I, I have kind of a, just a real gut reaction to, to something. You know, I get a project, I yep. was working on a, a guy's uh, flamenco music CD. So I, I put on the music and I was getting into it and, and researching it, you know, and, uh, you know, I think I'm cranking up some good stuff, but a lot of times you also, you know, you, you get that stuff and you send it off and they're like, eh, I'm not seeing anything here for me yet. And you're like, you can't take it personally. You gotta just yeah. that and turn that you know, feedback into positive energy going in the other direction. Absolutely. I think that's something that people who are starting out or maybe have been doing it a long time and then have to do it by themselves. That's the hardest thing, saying, look, this is not personal. Right. But also sometimes customers don't make it easy. And I'm right. like, what don't you like about it? Well, you know, I need more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That's 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 a tough part. I mean, sometimes people are really specific about what they want and what they need, yeah. and that's fine. Um, but other times when it's wide open, that's that can be really good or really bad because uh, sometimes you'll end up just cranking stuff out. And and actually, best example was I was doing a package for a guy, and he was giving me absolutely no positive right. direction yeah. on this, and and he's just like, well, just. Google cool album design, right? And, and <laughs> along those lines, and I'm like, I was just—I mean, literally grinding my teeth yeah. and like clenching my fists. I'm like, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta back up, you know. And then that's when you you step back, you go out, you walk the dog, you get out yeah. in the woods, turn off your phone, and and you let your head reset a little. And that's I find when I'm not sitting in front of the computer, that's when a lot of the ideas really start to flow. Yeah, no, um, that's that's a. Uh, a spot. In fact, I'm going to jot that down because that's a really good point. It's 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 vital. I mean, I was when we got a dog. I was uh, I was a little nervous. I was like, you know, I'm going to end up being the guy walking this dog all the time. But it ended up being like the best thing because I get out away yeah. from the computer every day, and yeah. you know, I'm I'm in better shape than I've been in a while now. So that good works. stuff. <laughs> what do, what do you tell people that you do when someone says, uh, "Hey, Phil, what do you do?" Well, yeah, it's I I it's funny I talk to my kids about this because you know they need to understand what dad does because <laughs> yeah. you, you always end up you know also like you end up at a wedding or something and they're like, oh I'm in finance and yeah you know, that's a, um the my my I've distilled it down the shortest possible thing is I make things look cool yeah that's good I mean and and I mean it comes down to that I mean people like things that look cool yeah I mean. You don't want to have something that you don't want to look at, yep. um, and that's what I do. But I mean, it goes deeper than that. I mean, I do solve problems and I make connections um, between concepts for people, and and that's, you know. But it's very difficult to get 
you don't have 20 minutes to tell someone what you do but when mm. you say something like I make things look cool the first thing <laughs> that I want to say is alright how do you do that and that's when you can start you know going into like, right. Yeah, that's right. right I mean it's you know people you know I say I do album packaging and then it's like well you draw the covers and you don't really draw the I mean if you're in illustrating yeah I suppose yeah. but uh, you know you're you're taking stuff sometimes you're creating the logo you're taking the photo you're treating the photo yeah combining that and then you're you're bringing everything together and and kind of you know it's it's kind of like uh in a weird way i i always wanted to be in a a band i had a few bands and this excellent i, I but i didn't have enough solid musical talent right. so this is my way of sort of making music you know i'm like yeah take this part of this and this and everything kind of comes together into that one there's of the, I don't know, 10 people that we've now interviewed so far, I'd say six of them at least have got some kind of musical background or liked being in music. And the thing that keeps coming up again and again and again is all of these things have some kind of process or a baseline that you need to work with that allows you to be creative and do stuff that's like kind of weird with what you've got. Right. Um, I kind of like, uh, I used to be a chef. That's the closest I can equate it to. Yeah, right. No, no, no that's, one's... That, that's my number <laughs> spot on things I'd like to do. I think so. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd like. I'm a. I'm, I cook around here. That's my thing as well. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, what's What's an average day for you then? Uh, average day. You know, it's like. Um, you know, get up, deal with getting the kids out. <laughs> yeah. Here, I sit down. You know. I I just got to figure out what's what's the hottest thing on my plate. You know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm real, like I said, I'm not a business guy and I'm not, not the most organized person, but you know, I have, I have my little, my little Moleskine book here oh, and it's just, you know, full of ideas and sketches and That's just awesome. lists of, and I have literally hundreds of these things, you know, and then you get these like yeah. lists of stuff that you gotta do. Epic. and 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 then it's just like okay once you can start crossing stuff off the list that's the, you know and you get that accomplishment you're like okay now I'm gonna go out and have a nice lunch with a couple beers and and then come back and yeah uh, do my thing um, and and then a lot of times I'll end up working you know you know I have till about three o'clock when the kids get home then I gotta hang out walk the dog make dinner they go to bed and then I start my sort of my second shift and I'll I'll work for like an hour or two depending on how inspired I am but I tend yeah. to be a little more inspired at night and I don't get calls you know so I can yeah. kind of just focus and um, it's nice because you know then I just put the music on turn it up and have my dark room and yeah no, I, I know exactly what, particularly when it's almost annoying when you've got that moment of clarity or inspiration because you can see the clock getting on and you're like, ah, I, I can't go to sleep because this is just going to disappear. If I exactly. if I don't get it down, it's going to go, you know? Uh, yeah, that happens to me like every night. <laughs> that uh, sounds it, like a living nightmare. It, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know? A lot of times I'll be laying in bed and I'll actually get out of bed to yeah. come down and write something yeah. or um, just, you know, do a tiny little sketch or whatever, just, just so I have it yeah. so it doesn't get washed away like as a prompt or something yeah 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 it's and and that's you know that's when another spot when a lot of really solid ideas happen for me is that right before you drift off to sleep and and i was talking to um dan shaw who's a search engine optimization specialist uh he's one of the podcasts and he said i think he called it the shower principle mm -hmm. 
where the moment where you're distracted he he said going to sleep and i think he said playing sport as well yeah when you're distracted all of a sudden something comes to you you know and then you're like ah, i've got to get it down yep yep i'm you know i i'm always like i said i have little sketchbooks and stuff like that this yeah. little little guy I designed that's cool that's cool psychedelic skull um and you know i just always try to have something where i can write or sketch something um awesome yeah. Because you never know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, what did you want to be as a kid? Other as a kid, I mean, but I think when I was before I got into music and art, I I think I wanted to be a cook. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and then uh, then I got into music. I remember a friend of mine came over and brought a stack of vinyl and played the Clash, London Calling for me, and you know the the specials and Elvis Costello and yeah. I was just like I was I was set you know it was weird I didn't even get into Zeppelin until I was in college and uh yeah, That's <laughs> yeah I know I know it's weird but uh but then you know I had my band and uh, I had a band in high school I had one in college and then uh, we went studied in Italy and Rome and uh, uh formed a folk band in in our studio in Rome awesome so that- <laughs> this is good stuff but <laughs> as a kid you know i there i always wanted to do something creative um, yeah just seemed to make sense to go in this direction fun fact about zeppelin my <laughs> stepfather he's the most british he was a bank manager he's the most british bank manager you can imagine he was their bank manager and he used to go to their gigs and stuff stood, uh-huh. stood there in a suit totally uninterested because it certainly wasn't his scene and i was like how do you not have more stuff from theirs <laughs> he's like ah oh, it's loft or something somewhere i'm like this is insane like i don't know how you haven't kind of got this collected all this stuff you know yeah i the guy that gave me my first job who did design physical graffiti and that stuff that i was mentioning uh he he's amazing guy um and like i remember going to his apartment and like you go into his bathroom there's like little polaroids tacked up of him yeah. winning a Grammy for an album package or this and that little pictures of Zeppelin sitting on train tracks and he's got all kinds of crazy sketchbooks and ideas and and it's it's just really great to to be connected yeah, to someone. definitely yeah absolutely um, like bringing into that when did you discover graphic design then um well I was in high school I was in an advanced um, art course I was actually the first kid in at my age that they led into like the honors art class wow, and cool. I, had this, I had this great high school teacher who uh, who just was like gunning for me and got me you know yeah got me into places and and you know I, I walked around there and it, it just you know I was kind of walking the line between fine art and graphic design sure. in college and because you when you start out you're, you're doing some of everything so okay. you can get a taste and figure out what you want Right, right. And, uh, you know, I was the guy that didn't quite look like a designer. I looked more like a painter. I was just all ripped jeans and, you know, (laughs) spiky hair. And all the designers were, you know, charcoal gray turtlenecks and (laughs) and all that. Berets? I want to say berets. Yep, yep. They were all, (laughs) all you know, the painters look like, you know, they're all walking around smoking. Looks like they haven't been in a shower in a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, people never suspected that I was a designer, but uh, <laughs> it, it ended up that way. It's nice to mess with the appearances. Yeah, uh, particularly, like, one of the things that I've noticed a lot of people have to contend with is it's now almost gone the other way. And I, I try to say to my 
like web designer customers. I was like, just trust me when I say put on a shirt because at the moment every single web designer is wearing uh, loose fitting tops and skinny jeans. I guarantee you that if you turn up in a shirt and a decent pair of shoes, you'll get the job hands down because not only do you look completely different from every other web designer, but no one's going to see it coming. No one sees that coming, you know? Right. No, that's that, you know, definitely. It's, it's always a weird thing when I go out, but I, you know, I, I find a good Ramones t-shirt goes a long way for me. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wear it today, but it's in the wash. That's all right. We'll forgive that. <laughs> um, what about when you're not working? If that happens? Uh, it, it, it actually does happen. Um, you know, I, I like to try to, you know, travel as much as I can, but we haven't cool. get, been getting about, you know, I love, you know, going down the, you know, Costa Rica and the Virgin Islands and that neck of the woods. Awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, around here, you know, we, I do a lot of just being outside, dog walking and hiking and uh, yep. camping and, you know, we, me and my wife build a teepee in our backyard. We have this giant awesome. screened in teepee that you can sleep in. And, That's um, epic. Yeah, we do weird stuff like that, and uh, but uh, no, I, I, you know, right now life is is, you know, a balance between uh, the wife and kids and and yeah. doing this, and uh, you know, there's not a huge amount of, of time for other stuff, but I'm trying to trying to make some time for some new new things. I'm, uh, you know, actually going to take some uh, cooking classes in the city, Excellent. and, and uh, there's actually a letterpress printing class that I want to take. Cool. So, just, just to you know, keep on pushing myself and learning some new stuff. It's been a while since I've taken on any big new challenges. Yeah, I mean, I read on your blog you put one of the points um, down as learning something new can help you with the creativity or whatever for your current stuff. And I think that's so true. Oh, definitely. Because particularly when you're passionate about something and you get ingrained into it, you often can't see the wood for the trees. And if you step outside and go and learn something else, again, I don't know whether that shower principle stuff again, or yeah. you learn just a little cool new technique and you think, I wonder if I can bring that back to what I do, you know? Yeah, that's sort of like this cross-pollination thing. And I, I love trying to do that, yeah. that sort of stuff when I can. And I mean, I remember like when I was in college, we I took a semester and went to Rome and studied in Rome. And that, a lot of people were like, nah, I, I can't do that. It's going to like bite into my credits and all this. And, but it was, it was the most important thing I think I've ever done in my yeah. life is just opening yourself to a whole different way of life and perspective. And, yeah. and, uh, it just really changed the way I think about things. And also having stuff not work out as well. If stuff yeah. doesn't, it, the worst that's going to happen is it doesn't work out. But also, that's really important. I find sometimes. Oh yeah, failure is yeah, uh, it's a huge. Is, you gotta you gotta take that your your lemons and and make margaritas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's your damn yeah. lemons. Um, uh, yeah. What about coming back to the business? If there's mm -hmm. one thing, if I could wave a magic wand, what would you fix about the business? Hmm. Man, that's a. I do wish that, you know, clients understood more about what is involved yeah. and they have to do, because um, that, that's always frustrating when people don't get it, but it, it's, and it's always refreshing when you come across a client who really does get it and goes out of their way to pay you what you're, um, what you deserve, yep. you know, a lot of people don't understand that and they, they, you know, the prices of budgets on, on everything have, have been dropping, yeah. um, which is 
really sucks. And uh, but you know, there's not much you can do except for make up for that in volume. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's one thing I wish the uh, you know I wish there was just more of an appreciation for for the final product as well. You know? So I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. You don't find as someone with frankly experience and some customers who a lot of the graphic designs graphic designers watching this would love to have you don't find that you're able to just kind of throw around your weight and say look this is this is what i do you've got to trust that right oh yeah you can to some extent okay, but okay. you got to be careful with that because you don't want to come off as as being a, a sure. difficult prima donna sort yeah. um, and um you know i i really strive to make the client happy. I try to get them what what they want, but I also like to give them what I think. You know, I, I like to get as much of myself in there yeah, as, as I can, and uh, that's that's a tricky thing. You know, where you're uh, giving them what they want, but you know, sneaking as much of you into it as possible. And that's that's a whole a whole part of this that you uh, it takes a while to learn, but it's that whole selling yourself and selling your ideas yeah. and being able to talk about why you did something because yeah. I think a lot of people can't necessarily do that yeah. uh, I remember in, in college starting that you know and, and you would have to critique somebody's stuff on the wall and, and well it's like well what's this why did you do this and, mm. and back then you know it was really hard to do but now I'm, I'm like I can I can pretty much reason why I do did what I did the best analogy I ever heard for that <clears throat> I was uh, getting a tattoo done and one of the guys some it was at a university. Um, I was a few years out of it, and one of the students came in, and he said he wanted something tattooed on his wrist, and I could see the tattoo artist just groaning. He was like, "I can't." <laughs> and I was like, "But that's like going to be a two hundred pound job, isn't it?" And he said, "Yeah, but the problem is that he's a walking portfolio. I don't want him going up to people saying, yeah, I got this done at that uh, place over there.' Yeah. That's it. He's my work walking around. I can't. I literally can't afford." To have that kind of quality stuff go out, you know. But I, I always make it a point to to really try not to show a client something that you are not, you would not want seen. <laughs> it's because I, I hate to say it, but a lot of times that's the one they're going to pick. Yeah. It's like if you're doing stuff and you're you're taking a look at the things you're going to send them, and it's like, you know, it's just like that really stinks. Don't show it. Yeah. You know, it's just you know. And then keep it in the back if, if, you know, it starts getting difficult and they want to see more and more and more. It's like, all right. And then if it comes to it and they pick it, you got to be like, all right, you know, you, you just don't put it on your site if you don't want it. And uh, Well, a couple of, um, couple of things on my site I'm not massively proud of. They do the job well. But I find it really weird when I have customers going, do you know what I really like that site? Or they'll send me a site that they like and I'll look at it and I'll go, how can you possibly like that? Uh -huh. That is like yeah. watching a seizure on my screen. That's <laughs> awful. Yeah, that's 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 never good. When when people come with with just really bad reference or yep. or you're like, oh my god, okay. And then how are you going to make that cool? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's just like that's a oof. polishing no, a turd. Yeah, but, <laughs> no, that's but that, no, I think but this is a you know a really common common problem i think a lot i don't think there's ever going to be a proper solution for it really yeah it's you gotta just you know try to yeah you, know, you have to try to educate your client to, yeah on, on that sort of thing yeah. and that's that's a hard thing to do but when you can and they get it that's pretty rewarding yeah no i totally agree awesome so next we've got 
what I call the lightning round. The, ah. the irony of which I'm always the one who goes off on tangents because the That's answer. Cool. The answer I can do the tangent thing, but go ahead. Epic. Okay, so uh, let's just jump straight into it. What's the first thing that any business that sells graphic design should know? Um, I would. I don't know about no, but I know they they should know that they should get an accountant. Nice. Um, and and because uh, you, a lot of creative people like myself are not particularly business minded. Yep. In in a way that that you know kind of bit me in the butt a little bit because I had a little falling out with my business partner. Yeah, Long do, you want, story. do you want to talk about that a bit? We said we were ah, going to mention it. Yeah, yeah. well, it's it's kind of weird because a, a bunch of years back I had a, uh, I applied to be on Survivor and I'm still trying. I still, I really, yes. <laughs> all right, and I'm, I'm in the midst of redoing my tape and getting ready to send it out, but he got really, really pissed that I wanted to take off and and do this what he called the vanity project, and huh. uh, and I was like, you know, we have our own company and it's it's not that busy, you yeah. know, and you know, and I, I was working to get some. Anyway, long story short, he uh, he started taking advantage of the fact that he did the accounting for us, and uh, huh. and, I, and then I figured it out and. You know, the, we we were went to college together. We were in bands together. I was in his wedding party. You know, it's we lived together. It was, yeah. it was kind of, kind of crummy when when that stuff happens. Um, and uh, but I I managed to kind of get past it all. And I've actually done some work for him since he left the left the company. He, and uh, you know, I'm. It's tough, but you know, you gotta you gotta just keep moving on. And but yeah. but as far as, it's always a good idea to to get you know, a real accountant who knows who's looking out for you. And uh, oddly enough, after all that stuff was going down, an accountant called me <laughs> look for looking just a cold call looking for work. No way. And I, I met with him and it turns out his kids go to my kid's school and he's like a really, really nice, good person. And I was like, How funny. Awesome. awesome. I'm in. Problem solved. So, so you're and now my wife does the business end of the business cool. and coordinates with the accountant so I don't have to do too much heavy lifting there. No, perfect. No, I'm, I'm all about that. Trying to stay away from the stuff that you don't want to do and you're not good yeah. at easily. Yeah. What's the most successful way you found customers? Um, I believe for the most part it's been word of mouth yep. and connections. Um, you know, I from my original job, that's pretty much where almost all my connections have come from. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's nice. You do, you do good work and they're, uh, you know, people are going to hear about it yeah. down the line. So that's pretty cool. No, nope, totally agree with that. Um, how do you stop competing on price? Mm. Well, I, uh, that's always, a, you know, budgets and price yeah. is always a tricky thing. Um, and I kind of have um, a sliding scale to, in a way, depend, and some people don't agree with that. <laughs> Um, you know, I see on LinkedIn a lot of people are like, you know, it's like, no, this is what this costs, and no matter what, that's what it is. And if you can't pay that, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I, I really want to do that. And you know, I've, I've done work for uh, a distillery doing work, and and they were just starting up and and didn't have a lot of budget. So you know, I gave them a, a deal. I cut my price down on the logo, and it gave me, you know, this X amount of money and a case of vodka. Cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so that's that's kind of nice. And I have another company that um, that they're kind of like a 
CSA, uh, kind of like a farm thing where okay. they bring produce and yeah. you pick it. I do a lot of design for their collateral, and ex in exchange for that, basically, I get um, a free weekly load of really good, fresh, organic vegetables. That's pretty awesome. And it's 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 nice, you know, and I, I did a logo for a burger place not too far from here, and now I get, like, free burgers for life, so... At least that's what they tell me. That would be the end of really, my really business good. then, because I would, <laughs> I would die. I would. Yeah, no, the guy, the guy that uh, runs the place was on that uh, the Food Network show Chopped, and he won. Oh no way! It's an amazing burger place cool. uh, in Beacon, New York. So I'm called right. Poppies. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think when people say this is the price, I'll stick to it. There's a level of that that I do agree with, but also I've got like a scorecard, and I kind of work out frankly how much I like the customer mm -hmm. how much work I've actually got to do and also their budget and these two come into play more than anything you know do I mm -hmm. like them am I <laughs> am I going to be communicating with these people on a daily basis do I need to go into their offices um, and yeah you know yeah. how much work do I actually need to do if it's a I don't know a brand new marketing strategy or something and I know that I'm going to have to do a lot of research and consultation that's boring stuff. I got to charge for that. But if it's mm -hmm. kind of cool stuff that I want to enjoy doing, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I have, you know, I, I'll do a. If I'm doing a logo for some, you know, some young indie musician startup thing, I'm, you know, and need to do a logo for them or something. It's going to be probably charged less than what I would charge for like ACDC yep. or Jimi Hendrix, just because you know, there's uh, there's a lot of different. <laughs> yeah. A little difference in there, but uh, you know, a lot of times that that whole thing of um, how how potentially difficult a client is going to be. Um, I, I've seen a lot of stuff people talking about that lately. It's sort of the you know this sort of little pain in the ass scale. Um, <laughs> I might start using that. That's oh, quite oh, good. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I haven't had too much trouble with that lately. Most of my clients have been pretty pretty awesome. Um, I, we did have a run in a, a bunch of years back with a. Um, uh, old heavy metal guy and he was like telling us to he wanted a photo from inside a grave looking up and he's like well just go find a graveyard climb in a grave and take sure. a photo get yeah. a camera and I was like, <laughs> jerk about it and I was just like oh really that's you know? so and good it's like, it's like yeah go climb in an open grave yeah. and you know it's just like sorry what? guys can you can I ask you to hold on for two ticks just while I hop in this and take a <laughs> selfie is that alright yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's uh, but you know I try to I have like a a bottom ledge that yeah. I don't like to go below on certain kinds of projects like on a logo I don't like to go be a, below here yeah. but you know I'll I'm open to discussions and and I think the biggest problem that my guys see uh, in regards to pricing is when someone says to you, well, my nephew can do it for $200. And, yeah. I, and I, my instant reaction is, knock yourself out. Like, I instantly lose interest in the conversation. And well, they, 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 they lack uh, the appreciation for, for what's being done. They just want it done. Yeah. And they want it done cheap. And that, that you know, the, you see all that stuff with all the crowdsourcing sites yeah. and the, all that stuff and like, these design contests. <clears throat> and There was a, um, a graphic design blog where the guy did, I think, logos from Fiverr. Mm -hmm. And he did three different ones. One of them he just did as the basic Fiverr. One of them he did through a different crowdsourcing thing. Uh, the other one he designed. And finally, there was one where he added all the add-ons. 
apart from his, all of them had taken logos from either stock imagery or like um, copyrighted ones and just changed the names. Yeah, like, I've seen that. What were you What were you expecting? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that. That's see. That's where you the the value of a designer who's educated and has experience Absolutely. really becomes um, evident. Because totally you know that's that's what you know people should be paying for is Absolutely. getting that experience and. Experience. and yeah. No, I like that a lot. A uh, bit of a controversial one. This business cards, yes or no? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, let me see what I got here. As a designer, I should have guessed, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I've been meaning to ask. Smay. Smay. You even say on your website, oh, if you really want to know what it means, ask me. <laughs> Tell me. Okay. All right. Uh, in college, when you had to design something, I, I was the last class at my school before everyone started using computers. So I got out of school with no computer skills. <laughs> Excellent. And, uh, which is just bizarre because, you know, I think everybody does now. My son probably knows almost as yeah. much as I do. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But last night my kids wouldn't go to bed because they're both messing around with Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like they're ten and thirteen. <laughs> but um, uh, Smay, um, yeah. The so if you're laying out a page in a for a magazine or something like that, and you want to have all the copy. You would use this Greeking copy that you would rub down. Yeah. And um, but it would just say. Blah 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 blah. Dollar rips. Yeah. Dollar ipsum aridigum. Blah. And then the word smay would pop up, and we always thought, uh, hey, that's pretty cool. And uh, we we just liked the sound of the word smay. And it was like, yeah, we'll start a company. We'll call it smay. And when you pick up the phone, you just go smay. <laughs> it, it just people. It kind of took people off guard. And yeah. I don't know why it didn't really have a meaning. It's it's a nonsense word. No, I like that you know, a lot. We, we, we ran into some problems with that when we tried to. Uh, um, set up the business at this we had this real pain in the ass guy at city hall like well you can't have a name for your business that's deceptive to what you do and so what? he was just being really weird and i was like ah it's a printing term <laughs> <laughs> down and, and okay but oh oh smay oh sure okay. oh i <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, no, but it was, it was just a word that popped up that had a nice feel to it. And in a way, over the years, I feel like I've kind of um, sort of defined the word yeah. through the work. Yeah. And now people, you know, ask me to actually smayify something cool. or put a little smay on it. That's cool. You know, and I, I love that, that I've actually sort of claimed this this nonsense word as my own. Now. Yeah. No, I, I like that a lot. I mean, anyone with a business head might call that branding, but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, that, I'm, you know. But no, business cards definitely. I, I, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're awesome, and I make ones. You show those are, again, yeah. The whole. Um... Yeah. Well, the backs of them, all the backs are different. I get them printed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this is the. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Redneck Rock and Roll Community College. That's, That's cool. from a, a whole other uh, side of the site that I've, I've done. It's uh, for art licensing, which is. Uh, That's cool. Um, kind of when the music business was getting slow. Yeah. Uh, we we started looking into other areas and art licensing. It's a whole other world of design that yeah. that people can look into. If you know, because if there's a lot of people I think out there that want to be designers but are a little more on the fine art edge sure. and and it's just not a good fit. And it's always awkward when you have, you know, when you're trying to critique someone who's you know they're 
you can tell they're it's like well I, I drew some stuff for the yearbook in high school and this and that it's I really want to be a designer and it's 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 tough it's not that easy it's well the big the big thing I notice at the moment is if you have an Instagram account and you are a female boom you're a photographer there you go <laughs> easy yeah, well, I, I I actually do know a few photographers that have an Instagram account. I love Instagram. I absolutely yeah. love Instagram. I'm actually just getting myself back into it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's been pretty cool. I've discovered some interesting people. Yeah. Um, and I just discovered a really cool tattoo artist that I'm like, oh, oh cool. dude, I, I got to get out to Seattle and, and get something by you because you're awesome. 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 That's cool. All right. Yeah. Um, this one's... I don't know how you're gonna answer this one. I'm interested. How do you convert users who visit your site into customers? Mm. See, this is this is not my my world. No. Um, I I tend to go after people. Yeah. You know, if I find companies that I want to work with, I'll uh, um, I'll try to find out that person and start sending them stuff. That's and really interesting. I, I just I just um, I'm in the middle of doing some promo stuff. I just had these new groovy cards made up. It's my Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse, awesome. I did uh, t-shirts for Dead Mouse. This, this is my sort of oh, my right. steampunk Dead Mouse. It's, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they're just these uh, these groovy cards, and I'm sending them out. I think po good old-fashioned postcards can go a long way because people get so much email and so much crap in their inbox and uh, when you get something cool that you can actually stick up on the wall and uh, you know that that's uh, that's a good thing and I've, I've gone into people's offices and seen cards that I designed and sent them years ago and really? see something still up on the wall and I was just like yes there's something when something's uh, tangible that you can hold and you can feel the weight to it oh yeah there's something I, magic about that I you know I, I love doing that with you know some of the the special packaging and stuff that I do, yeah. um, you know, there's like, like, you know, this is uh, oh, this wow. is a Hank Williams, um, yeah, box, and it's it opens up and it has 17 discs in it. No way! It's all his old radio shows, but the cool thing about you know, it's that is so good. So it's his old radio show intro. And it it plays his stuff, and then it, it's got the the back of the radio. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's and this is like a fabric. It's very it's embossed down here. It's all very textural, and I love textures and different materials when I can use them. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's almost going into like product design. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, I uh, I. I you know, get into a little bit of that kind of stuff uh, when I can, and it's nice to make things that are yep. really, you know, really stand out like that. Stuff that's a little different. Like I don't know if you can see it back there. Oh no, this is a. Yeah, I saw that on the that's side. Another box set. This, uh, but this actually has a working amplifier in it. <laughs> um, Excellent. If you look right in there, That's and you so can plug good. it, you can plug. If you look on the website, there's a clip of Angus from ACDC playing on a stack of these. No way. Like a whole wall of them. It's 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 pretty cool. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. it's nice to, you know, I love kind of building stuff up that's a little more than just a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Package. Oh, I like that a lot. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's so far the best lightning round answer. 
Um, favorite project management tip? Uh, get it done. Just uh, you know, it's like a lot of times for me, it's like you're you're there and there's one of those machines shooting tennis balls at you, <laughs> yeah. like that. And I just a lot of the time, I just got to get the ball in the other person's court. Yeah. And and uh, you know, that's I do have a problem with that sometimes where I like somebody will come to me and they say, well, I need this. I'm in no big rush and whatever. And it's just like, and a lot of times it'll hang on the yeah. the back burner for too long. And I'm like, oh, I got to deal with that. I got to just do it. Yeah. And uh, well, on you, you got to keep things moving. And then you also got to keep hustling and trying to find more work. On the flip side of that, how do you keep customers on track? <clears throat> um, I, you know, I try to, if I find I haven't heard from them in a while yeah. or something, I've sent them, you know, I'll send them a friendly little email. I'll send them another one. Then I'll call them. You know, and you gotta just—you really gotta stay on top of them. Yeah. And and uh, you know, you know, sometimes they're they're just really you know everybody's busy. Mm. You know, I have this one guy, and he's he's just like, I send him stuff, and I just don't hear from him for for days or weeks. And yeah. I reach back. He's like, oh, and then he'll like pour stuff all over me. I'm like, ah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just let's get this done, get it out, and then see yeah. what's next. Yeah. And but you really have to, you know, you gotta have your lists and 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 prioritize all that stuff, you know, and figure out those those things that have to get done. Yeah. And well, <laughs> it's 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 kind of sink or swim. Um, do you have a referral process or like a referral system or? I don't really have a system for that. No. You know, I just uh, you know, I I actually will ask clients if they have anyone else they work with yep. that would ever be in need of what I do yep. and uh, you know I, I kind of try to be real straightforward with people and and you know ask them or whatever and these these postcards I've been sending out I've been getting <laughs> I've been just writing really weird uh, personal notes to people <laughs> that I know uh, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. you know just like uh, oh hold on I don't know. Sometimes they're weird. It'll be just like, you know, this is to one of my old teachers, but it's just like, hey, Alice. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> give Joe my best. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. A, little things like that. But other ones, I'll just say, you know, you don't know me, um, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, I just want to give you a heads up in case you're ever looking for some groovy design mojo. Yeah. Feel free to give me a call. And I don't know, some of these people may be a little more businessier than uh, <laughs> than I like and they might say God who is this terribly unprofessional guy yeah uh, you know it's just like if they're looking for a guy to come in with a contract time frame sheets and um, proposal lists and all these little documents to and hourly breakdowns of everything yeah. that's that's not me I'm, I'm like I like to work on a project as a project you know I don't like billing hourly and I just like yeah. to yeah, that's kind of like um, almost like a, a qualifier because if they don't respond to how you're giving your information out, then surely you know that they're not right for you. Then that's kind right. of I mean that's a you know. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was really happy. I got a I've I've gotten a couple responses now. I, somebody came back to me. They they want me to write an article on uh, oh, cool. the death of, the death of music packaging for a really? design. So I'm like, all right, oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there, it, it has been dying. Yeah, of um, course, yeah. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about this. And I was like, "What was the last really great album cover in the past ten years that you can remember?" 
you know <laughs> it's like i honestly don't think in the last 10 years i've even looked at an album cover that's, that's just it they're getting smaller and smaller and they're they're just not as important because now they're just some individual yeah. songs and files yeah. and uh, but then you think back to you know some of those great ones from the you know yeah. late 60s early 70s and that's, that's well even awesome. now like I remember when we were at college, you know, well, this is funny if I was having a conversation, my brother's a musician, he, uh, he's a DJ, but he's one of those super annoying people that can just pick up an instrument. And we were saying how kids don't want to be in bands anymore. They want to have a laptop and a keyboard. And I was like, man, I used to love, you know, going and playing on the drums and having my mates on like guitars and stuff. And they don't want to do that anymore. Yet alone, even touch an instrument. <laughs> Uh, see, my, my son is 13, and he's a phenomenally talented bass player. Uh, he's, awesome. he's, he's, uh, he has a band, the F-Bombs, <laughs> a band thing at school where they're, they're doing, um, I'm suggesting they call themselves Squatch, Excellent. sort of a Sasquatch thing. Yeah. He's also in the School of Rock, so he's playing, he's working on a Hendrix show, oh. and he might be joining their house band, which would be another awesome yeah. Um, thing and he's he's really you know he's 13 and he's loves you know Zeppelin and yeah. the Foo Fighters and yeah. Nirvana and he's he's got really great but he also loves messing around with electronic stuff yeah. you know I was when I was working on the Dead Mouse shirts he would be sitting there listening while I'm listening and working yeah. and he all of a sudden he's playing it on the keyboard he figures it out wow. breaks it down, and he can do that he can hear something and play it do you think part of that's come from the fact that I mean look at the industry that you've come from surely you are surrounded by music non-stop yeah. uh-huh yeah yeah definitely i mean i'm i'm always you know when we drove around i i wasn't you know pulling any punches and playing the wiggles in the car <laughs> yeah like sex pistols and yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever and and uh it's he he gets he gets a little annoyed if i make a comment assuming he doesn't know something about music <laughs> It's like I'm not stupid. I know who John Bonham is. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and uh, that's pretty funny. So he's all excited because he's going to probably play War Pigs by Black Sabbath at awesome. school. That's cool. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So it's nice because I get to see that stuff and experience it through him. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. That's pretty. You cool. know, and uh, it's awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, final lightning round question. Longest yeah. one yet. We'll wrap it up because I know it's gone way over 45. Oh, How do businesses differentiate themselves? How do you be unique? Um, well, I'm kind of a weird guy. Um, and I, I, you know, have a, I think I have an unusual view of of work. And, and, and maybe it's the smay factor. Yeah. Who knows? People, maybe. you know, and, you know, I find people when they're looking for something that's a little out there because I definitely have a very rock and roll vibe to everything I do, sure. even when it's not music stuff. And um, you know, I, I have a knack for sort of psychedelic typography and that's stuff cool. like that. Yeah, I've seen some of your stuff. I yeah, I, mean, I have the uh, this was a little Janis Joplin. Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's a set of forty-five singles. Wow. You know, and these were all designed to look like old. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all um, I designed each one of these as well, and they actually people at you know people at the record company were like, I never saw these. When did these? <laughs> I mean, they actually thought they were real 
vintage singles. That's a good would, sign. But, but I, I like to, you know, I don't know if I intentionally, you know, position myself to be different. It's just sort of the way I am, and I think I do stand out because a lot of people are are kind of uptight, and uh, and I, I just kind of go with my gut on things, and uh, I'm easy to work with. And I think that's another big perk. But that boils down to again people, right? I mean, you know what you're selling comes second to whether someone wants to be able to sit down. And I think it's a big sale if you can go and have a beer with someone. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fine. I, and that's, I need to do that. It's, it's, I need to go uh, head into the city and, and uh, grease some connections yeah. and yeah. keep them lubricated. Awesome. Well, that was the lightning round. Okay. Longest, awesome. but most interesting yet, I might add. I hope so. so I, I okay. aim to please. That was good. Um, What's what's the future of, of your business? Where do you see the future of your business? Well, hopefully I'll be able to go on a sabbatical so I can go on Survivor if I ever get picked. And, yep. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm very much print oriented. I okay. don't do any web stuff. Okay. And, 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 you know, that's also maybe something that differentiates. Yeah, very much so, yeah. But I, I just never had the the, you know the drive to to go in that direction. I I like that doing print stuff. I can still do stuff by hand and make things off the computer and yep. then bring them. And I like to do stuff that's has a, a handcrafted feel to it. Yep. But uh, um, yeah, as for the future, I I am not sure. I mean, I'm I'm kind of branching out into some different stuff. I'm cool. starting to try to do some writing projects. I have I have a couple little novel ideas nice. that I'm. I have in the works, yep. so I'm trying to do that. Me and my wife are working on some children's book ideas. Oh, and cool. So, so, you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes. But I, I would definitely love to change things up because, I mean, 20 years is a long time to be doing something. Particularly and, one thing. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. that's almost unheard of now. It's like an institution now. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be institutionalized. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of your career. Yeah, I went to a loony bin. There you go. Yep. Yep. Um, what about the future of, of graphic design in general? Well, I think it's always going to be there. I mean, I think things are going to be definitely a lot more stuff for the for the phone and the small screen and all that. But um, there's always going to be printed matter, mm -hmm. and uh, one way or another. And I, I think people people still like that. People like to be able to pick up an album, and you know that's why there's the nice resurgence of, of vinyl. You know, yeah. people are yeah. are you know, and I. I'm happy to be buying vinyl again and actually going out of my way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, so <clears throat> Phil is, again, very generously giving away the uh, Midnight Show. Midnight Special. Midnight Special, baby. But yeah, Midnight Special, awesome. Um, what we usually do is get people to comment in the comments below for a chance to enter, and we'll kind of go through that, or I'll go through them. If, you got, if you're getting into writing, um, what, I don't know, basically, I want people to get involved with the comments below. What do you want to see people talking about in the comments below? Well, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just interested to see what what they, uh, you know, what we're talking about kind of sparks in them. Okay. You know, if there if there are people that, you know, kids are looking to get into doing this sort of thing, yep. or, or people that are doing it, you know, and I'm always happy to help people out. I, I get I've 
get emails out of nowhere from like LinkedIn or Behance of people in Brazil yeah. or I've had students from England asking, you know, sending me things, hey, you know, wow. I'm doing a project for this. Can you help me out with uh, your thoughts on um, awesome. on whatever? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Because I remember what it was like to be out of school and looking for people that would look at my stuff or listen to me. And yeah. you know, I, when someone would and they would be engaged and, and be able to say, you know, yeah, sure. What do you need? You know, and, and, and that's I, I love being able to kind of connect with people. Okay. Uh, and that sort of thing. Well, I'll tell you what, guys, in the comments below, why don't you tell us one thing that you took away from this interview? I mean, there's a ton of stuff that I'd be able to write about myself. What's the one thing that kind of spoke out to you? We'll go through that um, and, uh, yeah, get that, uh, yeah. get that prize out to you, which is epic. How can people reach out to you? Um, well, there's a, there's a link uh, on the website, uh, Phil, or my email, phil at smaydesign.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, there we go. It's, uh, it's on there awesome. somewhere. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, but it's Phil at SmayDesign.com. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm you know a lot of times I'll have people say you know what do you think of this or you know kids getting out of college and they they just want to run stuff by and I'm like totally. Well, I was to be honest, I was pretty surprised that you sort of reached out on LinkedIn and said, hey, I'd love to you know have a chat and stuff like that because. And then I, the, the weird thing is, I looked at some of your, your stuff, and I was like, "Oh my god, he's like the real deal! Like he does, he does like actual work." <laughs> and it was a bit almost intimidating coming back to it. And then I find that so many, I get so much backlash from people. I'm like, "Buddy, I just want to interview. I'm not, I'm not trying to sleep with your <laughs> wife or anything, you know." Um, so yeah, I I can fully vouch for Phil being a lovely chap. Um, awesome. Any ideas who I should interview next? Oof, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, I was thinking about that, trying to figure out who, you know, who's who of interest. I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, do you have a target audience for? Basically, the people who are listening to this are digital creative freelancers, usually, or other professionals. Right. Um, and they need people to look up to about how to, how to run their business, how to get better quality customers, you know. Or even just right. do stuff like generate leads. I don't know. Right. Well, that's a tricky one. I mean, it's just like because, like I said, I I kind of lay low right. and I don't get out and see a lot of people. So, it's, but you know, I have people I've dealt with. You know, we, I have a guy that I went to college with who he's in in college. He was a bit of a loose cannon. He was like tie dye shirt, like whoa man. But now he's like a pinky ring and he's like yeah yeah yeah. So he's like, I'm a member of the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and, you know, he's, he's a good guy and all, and he knows what he's doing. And he's involved in, you know, um, intellectual properties and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Uh, and and uh, I, I could send, you know, send you his info if that's something. Or, or you know, it would be cool to talk to, like, a really successful, you know, tattoo artist. Because I think be cool. different creatives are cool, you know. Yeah. They're, Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah, there's my... Uh, Oh, that's Mine. cool. Is it like a sugar skull? I can't really see on this. Uh, no, it's a oh, yeah, Tibetan, yeah. Uh, Tibetan water. That's cool. Pattern. But yeah, I, I, I just, I love, you know, hearing what creative people, you know, are doing and what makes them tick. Yeah. And I, I think that's really cool. Even if it doesn't directly apply to what you do, it's, it's always rewarding to, to, you know. Yeah. Well, if you, hear from these people. If you have email addresses for either of them or something, I don't know, send them over. That'd be awesome. That'd be really yeah. Awesome. 
Um, I'll I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do. I, I'd have to stew on on the on um, a couple of those folks, but uh, I'll I'll send them your way and and, cool. and see what I can come up with. Awesome. In the meantime, thank you so much for your time. It's been absolutely okay. excellent. Yeah. Really, really right. valuable. Um, I hope you had a good time too. Yeah, it was great. It's great. Excellent. Um, Cool. Just okay then. Sneak out then and walk my dog. Perfect plan. Okay. <laughs> I'll uh, speak to you later then. Cheers then. Bye. Yeah. All right. Be cool. Take it easy. How awesome was that? I absolutely loved talking to Phil. Something really refreshing about his attitude saying that he wasn't, you know, focused on generating leads or having pitch meetings or anything like that. Uh, he's a genuine graphic designer and he understands kind of that relationship between how people communicate with the work and bits and pieces like that. I think the biggest takeaway that I took from him is just do something that you enjoy doing. And if you're a good person and you do good work, you'll be rewarded with better customers. Remember the competition to win the Midnight Special DVD Special Edition set as well as the packaging that uh, Phil designed. All you need to do is get in the, involved in the comments below. In the meantime, uh, stick around because next week, if I look it up, we have got Mark Warden who is not only a digital marketing company based in the UK, but he also specializes uh, amongst two or three things, and we're gonna be talking to him about email marketing and how to absolutely dominate that. Thanks very much, I've been Mike Killen, bye now.